Welcome back to the Last Prepper Standing Podcast. This is part two of the Great Depression 2.0. You don't have to necessarily listen to the first part. And the first part, I mostly covered um, what some of the precursors were, how the Great Depression folded, uh, unfolded, and what were some of the signs that we may be heading into a Great Depression, a Great Depression 2.0. On this episode, I'm going to make it quick. Um, that's kind of the purpose and the focus I really want to start having on this podcast is some quick episodes where I give you some information. You go and think about that information, implement it in your life and go from there. These should be just quick bullet points for you. I think most people who are listening to this are preppers or even if you're getting into the starting stage of prepping, You need to do the research on your own. It's one of the crucial elements, I believe, in being a good prepper. Now, the... The things I'm going to talk about um, really stem from the Prepper's Creed. If you're not familiar with that, you could go back. I think it's the first episode I did where I talk about the Prepper's Creed. Now, one of the parts of the creed is I, I accept the responsibility of my own life and the lives of my family. Nothing more um, important than that really to me right now, especially with my children still being in the house. I have to think about not only them right now, but my own life and my family's life in the future and being prepared for a Great Depression that probably could happen um, a, whole, a whole lot more likely, I think, than a World War III. Even though, if you remember in the last podcast, World War II is what brought us out of the Depression. I'm under the assumption that they may um, take us into World War III to even prevent a Great Depression from happening. But... What can you do? What can you do now to kind of ease the pain of a Great Depression? Now, the Great Depression, it lasted for 10 years. So if you think about a Great Depression lasting on that type of time scale, you're going to want to make sure that you make those 10 years as smooth as possible or that you really doing some long-term planning. Um, One of the things you could do is you could reduce your spending that you currently have. And then obviously with that reduced and reduced spending, I would suggest that you take any of those extra funds and kind of sure up your housing. If you didn't have to worry about a housing cost for 10 years, that would be great. Maybe even buy some land that you just own outright that you could slowly develop and should a Great Depression come through and you need to kind of fall back and live on that land, then do that. Maybe you're in a situation where you could kind of do the van life or RV life or something like that while you continue to work and you're able to save up a lot of money to give yourself a big cushion should a Great Depression 2.0 happen. Um, One other thing you could do is we could start to build up our savings, like I said, but build up the savings in a way that is a little unconventional by we maybe reallocating some of those assets into some companies that actually boom during a depression. Maybe if you believe that World War III is going to happen, you want to invest in some companies that profit from war. There's a lot of stuff you could do to kind of profit and come out of the Great Depression or during the Great Depression, take advantage of some very cheap properties, some very cheap um, items that will be available, some tangible assets that you could acquire. So maybe be ready to profit from a Great Depression. 
Um, we could do that by getting rid of debt as well. Um, like I said, diversifying our income. You might want to really just focus on not living beyond your means right now. One of the ways I try to do that is, you know, I don't skimp on my shoes. I'll spend a good amount of money on shoes. I need quality shoes. But I will be very frugal when it comes to the clothes I buy for everyday use. Like my survival gear, my prepping gear, all that stuff. I make sure that I buy quality. Um, but when it comes to just everyday stuff you know there's nothing wrong with a screen printed tee or maybe you know some not designer jeans just some regular old jeans that you make last that's just one way there and then really thinking about kind of the basics of you know your individual economics like really just making sure is this a want is this a need do i need to buy this new yeti cup is my current yeti cup working great what can i do with that money to instead so i could be a little bit more depression proof i know that's like a, a popular thing i see out here i just had it today that's why it's fresh in my mind as guys showing off their new yeti cups and they just bring in new yeti cups every day and they're like 40 50 bucks for these cups while at the same time i'm literally hearing these people complain about how high inflation is now with the inflation increasing and not showing any types of signs of slowing down which was a precursor to uh the great depression you could go ahead and really start stocking up to the rafters. The more food you buy now, the less food you'll have to buy during a Great Depression or a Great Recession. You'll be able to really uh, take advantage of the lower prices now. Now, granted, they're inflated, they're way up, but the more you could buy now, the more you stock back now, the more you'll have on hand, and this is the whole point of prepping, to make it through any tough time. So keep that in mind. Um, really take care of that food and wa water storage now. Just keep with the stockpiling. Um, you can learn survival skills and more primitive skills, maybe ways to cut back on your ener energy consumption, ways to uh, hunt and fish so that you're not having to go out and shop again for as much food. Um, just work on some of your skill sets, maybe camp a little bit more, do, do more activities that get you in the habit of and ready for in case you have to move or or kind of live more of a rural uh, self-subsistent lifestyle because of a Great Depression. A lot of people moved during the Depression. A lot of people um, had a hard time. Now, when you purchase this land, like I talked about, um, that's another skill that you could do, or maybe you have land already, or maybe you just have the space. You could really start to grow some food and work on ways to supplement your food. Food is going to be one of the biggest expenses, as I'm sure we all know. Plus, if you're doing, if you're growing your own garden, you maybe have a surplus, you're going to be able to use that to barter so you'll be able to practice your bartering skills because i think that's going to be very important during the great depression is to have good bartering skills and say hey you know i have this many tomatoes can i trade it for a light bulb maybe this maybe can i trade it for um you know maybe some extra labor around the house i need to, to get something fixed maybe i need my roof repaired and there's not a lot of roofing companies left because a lot of them went out of business uh, this is just something we need to up and do on our own you'll be able to trade some resources for labor you'll be able to re trade resources for other resources there's a lot of different things um that we could do when we have good garden or good bartering skills and you can really use your garden as a way to barter now you could also expand on that and think about more homestead stuff i know a lot of people who have the ability to have chickens now this is just say you don't necessarily have the ability to have chickens it's a hoa problem or maybe it's frowned upon inside the city limits if there's a great depression going on you could get kind of two or three covert chickens so you actually have some food on hand that you're not having to worry about or raise your own meat in a way whether it's rabbits or something like 
like that. That's going to be a great way to help uh, sustain yourself during a Great Depression. Um, really, and now this is a, the biggest one. It's one of the or not, it's one of the biggest ones. It's one of the four pillars I talk about in my four pillars of prepping. It's group building and network building. So your group building, you got to really make sure that your family's tight, your network's tight, work on those relationships with uh, people in different industries. You might never know who you're going to need to call on for a job. Make sure your network's tight. You know, if you got people who are in your circle, who, um, have their own little homestead or maybe they garden, you know, offer to help them out. See how they can teach you. If uh, you have local farmers markets and you can get to know some of the local growers and producers in your area, maybe even volunteer to work with them, you could really work on your network. Right now is a great time um, to work on your network. As they say, your network is your net worth. So the more you can build, uh, build that up, the better. Um, you can also get in the habit of reusing and recycling. I know a popular term people like to say is to upcycle. So if you can get in the habit of that now and be be proficient in that, it won't be a desperation move that you're relying on during a Great Depression. Um, I, I think those are really just some of the best things that anyone could do. And I really I encourage you to, to think hard about ways to survive a Great Depression, or maybe you could even apply some of these right now if you're going through economic hard times. Are you really working your network well? Are you really doing things to help others so they'll help you? Um, are you really taking advantage of anything's available to you in terms of growing a garden, doing some microgreens inside your apartment? There's so many niche niche ways to get yourself out of a bind. Maybe you just need to take that second job now. Maybe you predict that you're going to be able to, um, you know, work really hard for the next 10 years, but you're going to be getting a little bit older. So maybe you could do two jobs right now, save up some money. So if it's three, four, five years off and the great depression lasts for 10 years when you're older and maybe you're not able to work, you have some money stocked back. Maybe you have your house paid off. So you don't got to worry about your housing costs. There's a lot of tricks and twists and turns that you could apply to surviving through a Great Depression uh, 2.0. So I encourage you guys to think about those things. Utilize this information I'm giving you and dig deeper. Put it at the front of your mind because there's some stuff going on. I know we all want to shout from the rooftop and, and scream about what's going on, but we got to be a little more action oriented and think about what can I do right now to get me out of this situation? Can I go work a second job? Can I, can I upcycle a little bit more? Can I barter a little bit more? Am I really working my network well? There's a lot of stuff that can get us out of a pickle. And sometimes, you know, we're in that fog of war and it's, it's hard to think about that. So I hope I'm sparking some ideas with you guys. I'm hoping I'm giving you a little bit of information that you could digest and think on and go out there and apply it and be a prepper and, and have that prepper's creed, have that Noah mentality that I talk about and just apply it to your everyday life day in and day out and really make this a lifestyle to not only survive, but to thrive. So again, guys, I thank you for listening. I've been having some great conversations on Instagram. The mighty network that I have for the Oasis Network is growing slowly, but surely I encourage you guys to do it is just a one-time seven dollars you're in the network not getting kicked out great information in there slowly but surely building it up more and more people coming to it it's going to just grow and be quality so i thank you guys for tuning in thank you for listening reach out to me on those platforms and we'll continue the discussion of the great depression 2.0 on there and reach out to me let me know what you're doing ways that you're seeing to kind of curb the the inflation and the struggles we're having right now in this economy next time we talk 
is going to be post midterm elections. So I encourage you guys to go out and do that. I know I've said I'm on the fence about whether or not I want to vote. Um, when it comes down to it, I'm definitely going to be voting. So get out there, guys. Um, this, this people died for our right to vote. We got to honor that, even if the system seems rigged. And once we completely know the system's rigged, well, there'll be different things we got to do from there. But just keep pushing, guys. Keep prepping. Keep trying to survive these times we're going through. There's obviously a lot of upheaval. I've talked about it for a while now. I've been talking about Mission 2024. If you guys aren't familiar with that, go back and check that episode out. But thank you. I appreciate it, guys. Just make sure we thrive. Just make sure we survive.